With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Bet the Greek. So if you like terrible radio, keep listening to the show. I will not let you down every week. 940 wins. Miami sports. It is the Greek Zone. Good afternoon, everybody. It is Thursday afternoon. It is true. How lucky can one guy be? I am very lucky every day I get to do this show with some talented people in a great audience. 940 wins. I hope you woke up this morning with Jeff DeForest and Luby. He was in Jersey today. Not wake up with him in Jersey because Jersey sucks, uh, but just wake up and listen. Ricardo, how are you, sir? Doing very well, very well. It's a great Thursday, and we got Ashley in studio. So, I mean, it's going to be a rowdy, rowdy show. Of course it is. 866-801-0940. That's the number to get involved with the program. Good afternoon, Miss Ashley. How are you, and what's going on in your world and the NBA and Doc Prescott and all the things that you want to speak about? Doc Prescott, you mean my future husband? You're going to need a husband pretty soon. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I hope everyone wants a husband. I don't know if I need one. Not really. Not really. You know, you don't have to conform to the society ways. You could could be with somebody for years and not be married. I mean, you could do whatever you want. Well, if anybody's listening, that's not the route I want to take. So don't get any ideas. Uh, well, marriage is failing 56% of the time. First marriages, second marriages, uh, I think they are at 71% of the time, not doing too well. Marriage sometimes isn't the best answer. You're love such, is. You're such a hopeless romantic Greek. I love it. I'm just being honest. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, doing it once and that's it. Finish it. But I mean, uh, to say I don't want to get married for so, uh, that you want to get married, if it works, it works. I mean, that's the way I look at everything. There's no shoulds in my life. Uh, if it was up to me, I would just rock and roll. But, you know, I think a lot of people in society feel like, oh, I have to get married. You know what I mean? I have to have kids. I have to have a white picket fence. Do what you want. If you're happy, screw the world. So what do you got going on in the NBA today? In the Miami Heat in Atlanta. Well, first of all, are you excited for a D-Wade's documentary coming out on Sunday, ESPN? Are you looking forward to it? Are you going to watch? Uh, yeah, I'm going to check it out. I know it's about 90 minutes. I know we spoke about it yesterday. It's $3 at the AAA on Sunday, and then you can go over to the Food and Wine Show. That'd be a perfect Sunday afternoon. Uh, yeah, it looks like it's good. I think it's got some uh, interesting things about it. you got to be a Dwayne Wade fan, obviously, uh, and it's a perfect weekend for what he achieved in his career. He's been great for the Heat. Some people feel him and Dan Marino, best sports you know icons in South Florida in the last 30 years, 40 years. It's tough to argue with him. Three-time champion, uh, you know, NBA Finals five times. I think he's done it right in so many ways. Great father. Yeah, great father. Yeah, I mean, there's been a lot of things about him. And Wade's, you know, when he came to the Heat, the Heat, you know, the Heat were okay. They were never bad. I mean, they had some good years with Zoe and obviously Hardaway and P.J. Brown and all those guys and Marley. Yeah, they had some great teams. Good teams, excuse me. Not great. Never won at all. Got screwed a couple times in the playoffs against the Knicks. Couldn't beat them. 
But uh, when Wade came and took him to the next level in 2006, it was great. And then obviously with LeBron and Bosh. I heard a great interview yesterday with Bosh speaking about the the big three and you know saying how they didn't he didn't really appreciate it as when it was happening because it was just you know you're in the moment. Uh, Chris Bosh didn't get in the Hall of Fame, but I think eventually he will get in the Hall of Fame. But for Wade and the Miami Heat, yeah, I think it's something to celebrate. They better win Saturday night. That's the one thing I'll say. Got to win. Got to win. You can't have a game where a guy who gets his number retired and, uh, you know, you lose. But the Heat are going extra big for this. I mean, bigger than uh, most times when you retire a number. It's like uh, sometimes it's just, you know, you retired a number, it gets up there, and that's it. But they're making a whole weekend out of it. It's a huge thing. Uh, I think Wade also, like, reflects in a film about Pat when he didn't sign. He went to the Bulls. Mm -hmm. And Pat Riley says to this day he really regrets it. There were certain things that I just have a hard time understanding as you know a person, and I'm going to use iHeart, uh, where they said where the one time that you know they were just texting each other, same thing with LeBron. I find that odd to me on both areas where I would have just picked up the phone and been like, "Hey, bro, we got to talk. You know, let's figure this out." Yeah. I would never have a conversation, but they did. That's what they did. Um, you know, way talking about. The prime when he was at prime one twelve, he didn't know where LeBron was going. Uh, you know, don't know if I buy that, but I think that's a stickler in his mind that he brings up constantly that he never knew the big three were going to get together. Maybe I don't know. I wasn't there. Uh, Wade always talks about too when they came back from that camp in Vegas, and him and LeBron were on the private jet. And LeBron didn't tell him what he was doing to Pat Riley. Mm, you know, I find that a little tough. Yes, Ricardo. Oh, I wanted to say that we have a caller on hold. Uh, I know it's Tony from the Hood. Tony, how you doing? Oh, God. Tony! Hey, hey, what's up, Greek? What's up, Ricardo, my man? Hey, Ashley. You! I, I need to talk to you, Ashley. What did I do? Hey, what's up with you, baby? Yeah, but last week, you you, you going to the nursing home, Ashley, finding brothers. What? Ashley, you don't have to go that far. You you picked up the old man from the nursing home. What is his name? Waldo Jones or whoever? The old dude you had last Wally? week that you went to the oh, nursing Oh, Wally's yeah. a nice guy. Don't do that. He's a legend. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, he, but I'm a legend in the hood, Ashley. I tell you what. <laughs> you don't have to go to no nursing homes, Ashley. I tell you what. You don't have to go. Hey, hey Ashley, what, what rhymes with hood? I ain't going to be nasty with you. Good. You know what? But anyway. <laughs> huh? There Good. you go. That's my girl. Hey, hey Ashley. Yeah. For real. What do you think the Heat? Um, what's my what's my what's the what's up with the Heat? Are they going to go far in the playoffs or what? I want to hear this one. Well, and, uh, Ricardo. Yes, sir. Go ahead, baby. Go ahead. Well, I've said this before. I think the Heat have a great team, um, a team that's going to be able to be molded and developed for many years to come if Heat they can keep them all together. My only concern with the Miami Heat, and I've said this, is their road record, and they're not a top seed in the East. Um, they're not a second seed. I don't think they're going to finish third either. I have them fourth or fifth. And if they are finishing fourth or fifth, most likely their opponent is going to be the 76ers. And that concerns me because the 76ers and them, it can it's a toss-up. We don't really know what ha can happen. I mean, granted, you know, they have won the series that they've played three to one, but teams are different in the playoffs. The game is different in the playoffs. And like I said, the Heat are not a good road team. They're going to have to steal one. And I don't know if they're going to be able to do that, especially in a playoff environment with a lot of young guys who have not been there before. So we'll have to wait and see. But, you know, anything is possible. The playoffs, the season starts all over again. So anything can happen. 
I, I like talking to you, actually, but trust me, I ain't going to be talking to you about no basketball. <laughs> hey, but uh, who you like? Who you like in that fight uh, 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 Saturday night, Ashley? I'm going to see what, what your true colors are. <laughs> I'm definitely going who, who wild. Like Come on now. There you go. There you go. Hey, Ashley, I love you, baby. I'm, I'm having fun with you. God bless you. And I'm going to be on Sid tomorrow. And uh, Ashley, whatever you do, just stay away from Sid. That's all. I don't want to want to see you, you know, cracked out or nothing like that. <laughs> you're, you're a good girl. I love you to death, Ashley. We talk, keep up the good work, brother. Thank you, T. <laughs> Tony from the hood <laughs> wouldn't be a Greek zone without Tony from the hood. I love Tony. Brings it every day. He's part of this show. He's part of the fabric. 866-801-0940. That is the number to call. We're talking a little bit about the Miami Heat. Wade's big weekend uh, down here. They're retiring his number. Food and wine this weekend. I've been at that event many, many times, and it's really, really something to enjoy. I mean, it's, it's, it's a cool event. I'm not a drinker in any shape or form, but I love the beach. Hanging out, and I highly recommend it. So that's a perfect Sunday for you. Go to see Wade at the AAA, his show. Maybe Saturday night you go to uh, catch a, the Heat game, and then you go to Food and Wine on Sunday. So it sounds like a perfect weekend. Uh, you got baseball starting this week. Uh, the Marlins are playing Saturday. I know Ricardo's all happy. I'm happy because every day of a baseball game is one day closer to the NFL. Speaking of the NFL, they got some meetings going on today. And one of the things, two things that are going on, I want to ask Ashley, her opinion is the 17th game season looks like that's going to happen, but the players are going to get compensated. And the other thing is adding a 17th to the playoffs. Ashley, Ricardo, what are your thoughts on this? Um. Okay, so pros and cons. Obviously, if you're a football fan, more football is always good. Is it good for the players? Not necessarily. I don't think football is the kind of sport that you want to have to play for an extra week if you don't have to. Um, you know, it is very physical. It's very draining on the body. One of the things I don't like, I don't like adding another team to the playoffs because I feel like that takes a little bit, oh, it takes away from the competitiveness, competitiveness of the <laughs> Um, the whole postseason of the NFL, adding another team in, you run the risk of having a seven to nine team walk into the playoffs and taking it takes away the whole conference division champion. It just it just makes it very soft. It reminds me almost like um, the college football playoff format. Mm -hmm. It's just it's ridiculous. And they they're talking about adding a few more teams to that playoff format as well. And I, I like the competitiveness of. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. How it is right now. And I don't know about adding an additional season. I don't know if you're going to get that level of football that you get when less weeks. I don't know. I just, I know it's a money thing at the end of the day. I get it. You know, more games, more money, more revenue. And the NFL loves that. You know, big mm -hmm. TV brands love that. Media companies love that. I just don't know how this is going to work logistically. Ricardo, your thoughts? 
Well, again, I'm with her on the player safety and everything like that. Um, I mean, 17 games, are we really going to get that much? Is that, is that 17th game going to tell us so much more about the no. season that we didn't know already with the 16? I don't think so. I think that they're, of course, doing it for revenue purposes. And, you know, if the players agree to it, then, you know, they're a union and that's what they want to do and they can. Um, the, the extra playoff team... It does give an incentive to finish with the best record, so it yes. is going to stop, you know, a team that's like fourteen and two, or I mean, I guess it'd be fifteen and two now from sitting their players or anything mm-hmm. like that, just to make sure they get the the first round by, which is only given to the top team of each conference. But other than that, I mean, it's just an extra game on a Saturday. Um, it's going to be three wild card games for wild card weekend, and um, I mean, more football is great, I guess. It does. It does add one extra pro, rather. It adds more relevant regular season games, which would be beneficial because you have so many of those regular season games that a lot of people just don't watch because they're pointless and whatever. But Who doesn't you, watch? What are you talking are about? Some people, do you watch? Did you watch? No, no uh, the, Greek watches. Greek the, watches. Oh, well, I Greek don't watch. <laughs> and a lot of people don't watch the, um. let's see, the Browns versus the uh, New York Jets. Like you know, Yeah, team, you got money on it? Team, you watch well, it. If you you have money watch on it. it. Yes, but but this, Cha-ching. this makes school's more, in. This makes school's more in. regular season games more <sighs> relevant, which is great. It adds more of an intensity oh, level. Every the game preseason is relevant if you put three thousand on well, it. I'm ding, not putting three thousand on it. <laughs> People watch. People are saying it's a money grab by the NFL. Sure, it's a money grab by the NFL. Stevie Wonder could see that. Oh Another gosh. week, <laughs> not more money. Are you kidding me? Show me the money. Go to Publix tonight with no money. Greek 101. What do you think happens? They throw you out on their ass. You don't get anything. They want to make more money. That's what it's about. The NFL is a slot machine. Just don't unplug it. It's the bottom line. It's one of the best businesses in America. It really is. And it doesn't stop. 365 days a year, it makes news and makes headlines. And they want more money. That's what they want. And some people say to me, oh, Greek is a greed. There's a fine line between hunger and greed. If you find it, you'll be successful. My dad always taught me that one of many things. And guess what? This falls into that realm. The NFL's like, hey, you're buying, we'll try it. You want another week? We'll give it to you. Because people are consuming it. They die. Guys go into depression when the Super Bowl ends. They really do. Even the worst team. Even the worst team at the end of the year, what do all the bad fans say? Oh, next year, we're going to get a draft pick. We'll be better. Ask the Brown fans. They say the same thing every year. Detroit Lion fans, all the teams that suck, the Jaguars. I mean, it's it's all about the money. That's the bottom line. And with the element of gambling becoming more and more prevalent in this country, there's no stopping the NFL. There just isn't. And the only way they wouldn't go to 17 weeks, you know, or the format change, if people didn't consume it, and people do. I mean, that's that's just our society. The NBA All-Star Games get $7 million, or a regular, even a championship game might get $10, $12 million. And a Sunday afternoon in the NFL, the Cowboys play, and somebody decent, you're talking 22, 23 million people watching. Well, that's watch the it. Dallas Cowboys. That doesn't count. Everybody loves really, us. Really, Ashley? Everybody yeah, loves yeah. us. Everybody, everybody loves watches us and everybody loves to watch us and loves Bottom to hate us. Bottom line is the NFL is consumed more than anything. And a lot of people are saying this is a money grab. And I don't really think the NFL or Roger Goodell or any owner cares. The bottom line is the people consume it. And that's why they're doing it. You, If you own a nightclub or a bar and you keep it open till 10 and you got a big crowd, you'll keep it open till 12. If nobody was there, you shut at 8. 
It's, it's pretty simple. The people want this, and that's why they're doing it, and they want less preseason. And again, I was just at the Super Bowl. I mean, the money that is spent is crazy. I had people 10, 15 years ago telling me, ah, it's going to reach its top, this and that. I've never heard of any professional sport where a check bounced on a player. Not happening because the money comes in like waves on the ocean. It just doesn't stop. So the NFL, I mean, they're having a meeting today. I mean, it's just like a meeting they're going to have, but I think they'll close the door. They'll go, what do you think? Let's do it. I think Cash is king. <laughs> I mean, I do like the idea of shortening the preseason. I always thought it was too long. Um, it used to be six games yeah, years ago. I, it was six. I think it's absolutely ridiculous, especially with the amount of injuries over the past few seasons that we've seen happen in preseason, and teams are yep. automatically affected right away before the first ball snapped of the regular season. So I definitely think that's a pro. I just feel like it's also the NFL, though, by doing this, is they're kind of creating – um, a competitive disadvantage for like half the teams in the NFL because how? It, I mean, you're forcing this this new format really is just geared towards teams that have the star players, not teams that have that you know the smaller teams, the teams that don't have necessarily those big names on it, and it's allowing it's really geared towards the money makers. It's not geared towards the game anymore. I feel like now they're extending it though. Uh, Ashley, they're adding another team, so they're widening the perimeter. They're making more teams go. The last month, there's going to be there's 32 teams. I bet you with this, there'll probably be 24 teams that are still going to be eligible for the playoffs with a month to go by adding a team. That's what they want to do. Just like baseball when they did it. They want the last month to count for people. Like, you know, teams that maybe perhaps like the Dolphins or different things. Like, mathematically, they're not eliminated. Yes, they're out, but mathematically, they're not. So your fans still come. You still get involved. And what you want is that the every game is an important game. And that's what I think the NFL is looking at. And obviously, the revenue. I mean, that's the bottom line. Get your Dolphin tickets now before they add a game. I mean, they called me this morning. I said, hey, bro, if there's another game. Do I pay more? He goes, of course, Greek. I said, I don't know. I just thought I'd throw it out. It is the Greek Zone on Thursday. Hope you're having a great week. Tomorrow, Sid Rosenberg, Teddy Covers joins us. Ash is in the studio. We're going to talk a little bit about Prescott, Drew Brees uh, coming back again. Is that a surprise? I don't think so. Nine-ounce drinks tonight on Bourbon Street are half price. Don't. I don't want to quote me on really? that, but that's what, I, that's what I heard. Yeah, that's what I heard. Uh, always get involved with the show, 866-801-0940. Instagram, also show killer. That is Ricardo. We'll be back in a few minutes. Peace. <laughs> Bet the Greek. It's a write-off for them. How is it a write-off? They just write it off. <laughs> write it off what? Jerry, all these big companies, they write off everything. You don't even know what a write-off is. Do you? No, I don't. <laughs> But they do. And they're the ones writing it off. 940 wins Miami sports. It is the Greek. It is a Thursday afternoon. 940 wins. Thanks for listening all the time. Always appreciate it. Uh, give us a call. Get involved with the program. 866-801-0940. Instagram uh, show killer. Ricardo might not get back to you. Don't be offended. <laughs> we have Ashley in the studio. Oh, hi. I didn't know that was an introduction. Uh, that was to you. <laughs> that was to you. When I say Ashley, you respond. You want me to slow it down? Oh, my God. What are you on, NyQuil today? Jesus. Ashley in the studio? Anyone? Anyone? When people say Greek, I turn around. I respond. I'm like, yes. Uh, oh, my God. What am I doing? What am I doing, this girl? All right. So, Ashley, who do you see in the second half? You think the Clippers can overtake the Lakers and LeBron? 
and they're going to be all jacked up for Kobe. What do you think? Well, I did pick the Clippers to go to the final, the big game. Um, but I don't know. I think, you know, with the passing of Kobe Bryant, I think there's a new energy within the Lakers, if not for the city of Los Angeles, but in the memory of Kobe Bryant. And that's not to say that that makes somebody win, but mm-hmm. it definitely adds an additional fire and additional inspiration to the team as a whole to kind of um, honor his legacy that way. And I think, you know, the Clippers are a great team. Um, Their bench is stacked. You know, their starting is stacked. But I think the Lakers are kind of starting to get the ball rolling at just the right time. And everybody knows in basketball, it's not necessarily how you start, but how you finish in all sports, really. And Mm -hmm. I think the Lakers are really like whatever they were dealing with earlier in the season where we were kind of looking at it like, was this a good idea? Is this going to work? Whatever happened, it's starting to work. And... I don't know. I don't think it's going to be a clear-cut race like everyone thought it was going to be. I think the Lakers really have a chance to surpass the Clippers. But I got to stick with my original pick. I got to go with the Clippers. So you like the Clippers and obviously Milwaukee in the East? Yes. Yeah, I mean, the Clippers, the one thing with them, uh, people are saying they're pacing where they need to be. Kawhi's not, you know, going to be well-rested. George has been out a lot. Um, they got a great man, obviously, Williamson. And a lot of people think that they were going to do what they did last year. Obviously, Quinn McQuire was on Toronto, turning on at the right time. We'll see. Uh, LeBron's having an MVP season to me. To me, LeBron is the MVP this year. Mm. Uh, nothing, nothing to do with his age. Just all around what he's done. Assists, rebounds, points, and defense. He's having a better year to me than the Greek Freak. Um, the Greek freak doesn't have that many assists like LeBron does. And I think LeBron plays way better defense than the Greek freak. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, but, you know, Ashley, you're like, ooh, complete player. Complete. You take LeBron out of the Lakers, they're done. Greek Freak, you take them out of Milwaukee, they're not the same team, but they're still a playoff team. I don't think the Lakers are a playoff well, team. Well, that's only LeBron. because the East is not as stacked as the West, not necessarily because the team would be better or the same or decent without him. I just think the competition is not as intense as it is out West. If you took Milwaukee and put them in the West and you take the Greek Freak out of the equation, they're definitely not a playoff team. It's just because of the conference that they happen to be in that that would they would still somewhat make the playoffs. Not a top seed, but they'd be there. Ricardo, who do you think MVP? Well, I'm a LeBron stan, so I'm going to go with LeBron, who, who I would vote for. I feel like him coming back off this injury and how he's led this team has been amazing, and it's been great to watch. And you know, I'm always going to. To think he's the greatest. But this year, I got to give it to Giannis. Giannis has just been playing out of his mind, and he did. Really? Have a, I mean, just because if I'm going to be objective and just sit back, stand back, and I really do think that the Milwaukee Bucks without Giannis are barely a right. um, are barely a playoff team, maybe. Um, I know they got some good Same players, delivers. Middleton and everything, but uh, I think Giannis really takes over that uh, that team and really shows himself to be the best player in the league right now. Yeah, I can't. I, I just can't. Not what LeBron's doing. He's just doing too much to me. The, the assist is unbelievable. The points every night. Um, 
I don't know. I just it's going to be close. We'll see what happens if the Greek freak gets it. There's like 27 games back. I think rookie of the year definitely uh, Morant from Memphis. What are your guys thought on rookie of the year? I'm definitely going with Ja out of Memphis. I think he is. You know, he's really put on a show. Not only that, but from what I hear, he's just a really good guy in the locker room. And that's always what you want. You always want the guys who win the accolades to not only be leaders on the court to put up the numbers, but you really want them to be good teammates. That's always a big plus. And I think that's why a lot of people don't like James Harden or Kyrie Irving because, yeah, they're they're amazing players. You can't deny what they do on the court. But behind the scenes, they don't have a good reputation. They kind of have a reputation of being selfish and, and not a team player and not a leader. And, you know, it's different than guys like LeBron and some of the, the guys that have already been established. But you like seeing that in your rookies, somebody who can take leadership and who has a reputation of being able to um, hold down a team. And not only that, but then go out on the court and just, you know, help you guys win every single night or to the best of their ability. So I'm, I'm all for that. Yeah, I, again, it's going to be a debate that's going to go on. There's no doubt about it. Uh, the Miami Heat, second half, they got to really put it together. They had a very good first half. Mm -hmm. Some injuries with Leonard and Hero. Uh, Ken Dunn and Robinson and Hero, these young guys, play at the same level in the second half. Ricardo, Ashley, what are your thoughts on that? Um, That's the thing. I always I always question young guys when the moment comes, and you, I say this in football all the time, does age outweigh experience or does experience outweigh age? You know, basketball, obviously, like all sports, they're physical. It's a physical game. And, you know, sometimes your age is is a plus because you're younger, you're spunkier, you're more athletic. Um, but then experience, it pays to be in the playoffs. It pays to know what it's like to have to push towards the playoffs in that last half of the season. And sometimes the young guys, you know, they're not able to do that. We've seen that before. And sometimes even the older guys are not able to do that. We saw that, you know, in other situations. But I don't know if – I definitely think the Heat are going to make the playoffs. It's not a, a question in my mind. I think everybody who watches basketball knows the Heat are going to make the playoffs. But are they going to yeah. be able to make the run that everyone assumed based on how they played in the first half? I don't know. I don't think they're going to make the Eastern Conference Finals like everyone had thought. Um, I think there are other contenders in the East who are a little bit more stacked, a little bit more put together, um, a little bit, you know, driving at the right time. But they're definitely going to make a push. It's just not going to be the push that, you know, everyone expected. Ricardo, what do you think? Now, I don't know. I, when you say expected, I don't know who thought they were going to expect it. A lot of people thought uh, the Heat were going to make the the Eastern Conference Finals, especially Heat fans. If you said after those first few games when they were rolling, everyone thought, oh, it's going to be Milwaukee versus the Heat. I mean, I I mean, it was easy to get caught up in the hoopla of it because they looked fantastic. Um, yeah. But now that you see how they are really when push comes to shove and how, how they are on the road – you know, it, it, it makes a difference, and they're starting to fall back a little bit. What do you think, Ricardo? So I'm with the idea that, you know, none and Hero have been playing outside of their mind, but this is an 82-game season. Mm -hmm. It's a very long season. You know, they are rookies. They're coming off of, you know, college days where they're not playing anywhere as many games and nowhere as grueling. So I'm going to have to... I'm going to lean on Iggy and Crowder to really put in their time. And and Iggy especially. Crowder has actually been playing really well for us. I think he's scored like 17 or 18 points a game in a couple of games that he has played for us. But Iggy yeah. really needs to step up for us to to really go far into the playoffs. Uh, we can't be relying on Tyler Hero and Kendrick Nunn. They're young, young guys. And at the end of the day, you can't rely on rookies to win you championships or to get you to the finals. 
Unless you got Magic Johnson, somebody like that. Yeah, definitely guy can help. The Heat definitely have to finish strong. They're in fourth position right now. I think that's about where they'll stay. Maybe fourth. Hopefully they stay in fourth. I can't see them catching Toronto, Milwaukee, or even Boston. Hopefully they don't drop to fifth or sixth because then that's a whole different uh, situation. And the other thing that Coach Bo has to figure out for the Heat is the rotation. Yes. Uh, Pat Riley's not a guy who likes to go 10, 12 guys. And right now they got about 11 guys that they got to give playing time to. And a lot of these guys need to get involved. Uh, bottom line, you know, get the ball. Uh, Hero and Robinson, two of them, none coming off the bench. He's probably not going to be starting. Uh, how did they trans, you know, change the whole thing with Iggy? Uh, does Iggy really be, is he a benefit this year? Uh, the jury's still out on him and it's brand new. Uh, the Heat said that they were watching Iggy and they knew what they were getting. I don't know. Like I said, you're going to have to wait and see with Iggy. But uh, I don't think you could pencil him in right away for 20 points, you know, eight rebounds and seven assists. They were watching he him was, do what? He didn't play. They were watching him on The Breakfast Club. That's where they were watching <laughs> I'm him. I'm just confused reserve. what that means. You were watching him do what exactly? Again, it's somebody they wanted. Pat Riley doesn't make mistakes, <laughs> so I'm sure they got a plan like everything else. They play uh, their next 10 games when I looked at. Again, it's a schedule. We know things happen and stuff like that, the way players play on the road, this and that. I look at it, they can win seven to ten games. Uh, that's my looking, uh, the way I see them. Now, they start off like that with, you know, 27 left, and they knock 10 out. Well, then, you know, you got 17 games, and you're probably in a good position. Uh, they go four and six for five and five. That's when you got to worry about them falling out, falling apart. But I think they'll be fine. Uh, this weekend, they should win both games. They should beat the Hawks tonight. Uh, and they should beat Cleveland Saturday night. Again, they should beat them. Whether or not they do, that's why they play the games. It, it is the Wade. Greek. It is Ashley. It is Ricardo. Excuse me, Ashley. Got to do it for Wade. If they lose on Saturday, that's embarrassing. Oh, no, yeah. They got to win. I mean, you can't retire a guy's jersey and then lose. <laughs> sucks. It's like a couple of years ago, going back, uh, 2006, they won and they got their rings. And there is a trend in gambling that teams that get their rings, that day they play bad. And the Heat ended up playing the Chicago Bulls, I believe, in 2006 when they came back. And they got smoked by the Bulls. It was Ouch. the night I was there. Uh, Shaq and all them got their rings. They just played bad. But again, we'll see what happens. Uh, I think the Heat are in a way better position than most experts thought. Their win total was 42.5. So they'll definitely surpass that. Um, and I think that they got a lot of things to be happy for. And they've made some moves. And they're talking about the summer when they'll have some more free agency money. So who knows? Pat Riley's big thing is nobody thinks we can win at all. Uh, and I guess that's what he's rallying these guys about to make them believe, like, hey, we got a shot. And they may. Bottom line is you never know what's going to happen in the playoffs. It is a Greek. It is Ashley. It is Ricardo. We'll be back in a few minutes in a Greek zone. 3 o'clock today, we got my boy Sean going to break down the Honda Classic. Who should we bet on? I'll be there next week with Tito's Handmade Vodka. Uh, if you want to stop by, if you're in the area, I'll be in the Tito's Lounge doing my show live. I would love to see you. But Sean's going to give us some picks about who to bet on, and that's what's always important because you got to pay the rent. And the only way you pay the rent is when you win. We'll be back in the Greek zone. Peace. Bet the Greek. <laughs> Jesus. Ashley in the studio. Anyone? Anyone? <laughs> oh, my God. What are you on, NyQuil today? 940 wins. Miami sports. Oh, my God. Ricardo back to back, baby. It's a home run in the third, a home run in fifth. Great rejoiner, Billy Joel. It is the Greek zone. 866-801-0940. Our girl Ashley's with us. It's a Tuesday and Thursday. She comes on and speaks about the NBA, NFL, or what's really on her mind. 
Ashley, let me ask you something. If the Patriots get a couple of weapons for Brady, you think Brady's going to stay in New England? I think Brady's staying in New England regardless, but yes, I, I definitely think that's a fair bet to place. I Like I said last show, um, I don't think that Brady's going to risk his legacy going to a different team to just have that team potentially do worse than he would have done on the Patriots. Will the Patriots win another Super Bowl? Maybe not, but again, you can never count out Brady. But to risk, like I said, your legacy, go someplace else, like the Raiders, hypothetically, and that team not make the playoffs at all would be a travesty. And I don't think that's a gamble he's willing to take. I don't think that's a bet he's willing to take. Do you think they get digs from Minnesota? A lot of people are talking about that happen, speculation with him. Uh, he hasn't been happy with the Vikings, and you know you can see him a lot of times on the sidelines bitching and stuff. Could you see Diggs going to the Patriots and possibly being another big weapon for Tom Brady? I could see him going, but I feel like Stefan Diggs, he go he's very up and down with the Vikings. One, you know, in the beginning of the season, I think it was the first three games, he was complaining about not getting the ball enough and how he wasn't happy and you know, tweeting out these um cryptic messages on Twitter. Then Kirk Cousins starts getting him the ball more. Now he's all, you know, Vikings this, Vikings that. And then, you know, it's back down the other way. So I don't know how serious he is about not wanting to be in Minnesota. But I definitely know that um, I definitely think rather that if he were to go to New England, it would be a huge, huge weapon for Tom Brady. Oh, no doubt about it. I think Brady wants to. I don't think Brady wants to leave either. Uh, You know, I just I, I don't know. I don't see him leaving, but I do see some players coming there and not going back with the same thing that they had last year. Because, again, if you're doing that, there's no lore for Brady if they really worry about him. March 18 is free agency. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater is a free agent. You think Where do you think he's going to sign, Ashley? you have any thoughts on him and where he might play? Do you think he could even come back to Miami? I, w- I was just about to say that. I would love to see Bridgewater in Miami. I think that if um, you know the Dolphins can't get Tua, I definitely think that Bridgewater would be a great fit in Miami. Um not only is he a great quarterback, I think people underestimate how good Teddy Bridgewater actually is. And we got a chance to really see that um, when Breeze was hurt last season. But I feel like also, like I said, he's a nice guy. And I really think the organization, the Miami Dolphins, they need some players who are really just team players. I feel like for the longest time, you know, with the front office, with the behind the scenes, coaching issues. It's just been a lot of chaos in Miami. And I feel like finally, if you get some, you know, the dust settles and everybody can kind of just calm down and you get some guys who are really just, let's do this. Like, let's go team. You get some coaching staff on there who's like, let's go team. We can do this. I really think the Dolphins can turn around, you know, the issues that they've been having these past few seasons. I think it's more... Not so much just the playbook. It's really the players and, and the people surrounding the team. They need some changes. Oh, they definitely need some changes and definitely need some help. Uh, whether they can build on what they did last year. They played tough. You got to give that to the coach. They played hard. Uh, they went over their season win total. That's all I care about. Uh, if they do that, I'm happy. Will they go do it <laughs> next year? We'll see what happens. I mean, the draft's going to matter. Season win totals. Yes, Ricardo? A lot of people are saying if the Dolphins can't get Tua, or even if Tua is available, the Dolphins might draft uh, Justin Herbert from um, Oregon. And I know you're a big fan of his. Me, not yep. as much. Um, But uh, what would your thoughts be if he got drafted by the Dolphins? I like him because I think he's a smart quarterback and I think he's got a very good arm and he's tall. 
Uh, and and uh, the only reason people are not that familiar with him because he plays at Oregon and you didn't see a lot of his games. And a lot of times people just remember what they see. They see two every Saturday at 3.30 on CBS. I get that. Uh, but well, there's don't a reason a- why they're on two, that he plays, you know, at 2:30 on CB- CBS <laughs> in the SEC. I mean, there's a reason why. I mean, yeah, the SEC, yeah, yeah, because the CBS has the SEC, and uh, Tua is playing for the best team, and Oregon isn't that. Yeah, but Oregon quarterbacks don't always have the be- don't have the best reputation either when it comes to the NFL or Pac-12 yeah. quarterbacks of recent, actually. Yeah. Like we gotta remember, we gotta keep that in thought as well. Like how? Would- yeah, but everybody's different. I mean, you can't put a blanket statement on. That's like saying you know brunettes are just bad wives. I mean, who knows? Uh, you know, I, I mean, again, I'm not gonna go with that. It. This kid's good. He is a very good quarterback. Whether or not he's gonna be another uh, Tom Brady, I don't know. But if you don't get to it, you gotta have a backup plan, and that should be their backup plan. I watched them a lot, uh, but I think your average sports fan. Didn't watch him. Yeah, I mean, the bottom line is you're right. He's Alabama, SEC. Everybody gets to see him every Saturday. And Alabama crushes it. There's no doubt. You can't even put, you know, Oregon's at the next tier on college level. But I think he's a very good quarterback, and I think also he could come in and learn. I don't think whoever they're going to get in the draft, even if it's Tua with his injuries, is starting week one. It's probably going to be Fitzy. I mean, that's who I think next year when the Dolphins take the first game, it's going to be Fitzy playing uh, week one. Ricardo, you're raising your hands. Why? You don't think so? Oh, no. I was putting my hands in my face. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just not a very big fan of uh, Fitzpatrick. He did really well for us getting that over. You know, I'm a big fan of that. Um, But uh, as a future, as somebody, even as a stopgap, I just don't like that kind of... uh, I I I don't feel like he brings the best to the team, to be honest with you. Well, we'll see what happens. Again, the draft's coming up. That's going to be in Vegas. It's going to be huge. There's no doubt about it. The NFL makes a register ring 365 days a year. I've said it. Uh, you know, us in February, we're talking about it. You got the NBA the association coming back because they were had a couple days off for the All-Star break. College basketball. The Canes last night won their third in a row, and they covered. So hats off to Drew Martin, who liked them. Uh, we did bring that to you yesterday. Remember the winners. Screw the losers, people. Uh, so hats off to Drew. He went 2-1 and one last night. He also liked Ridgeman. Uh, the other the game he did lose, I believe, is the Air Force game. We would have to double-check that. Uh, Ricardo, you would have to double-check his pick. But I think he won Ridgeman, and I know he won the Miami Hurricanes because the Canes won. Uh, they were getting four, and they won in triple overtime over Virginia Tech. And all of a sudden, the Canes are playing good. They've won three in a row. And uh, maybe they can get to the big dance. March Madness will be coming up soon. That is going to be crazy. Uh, were you surprised at all, Ashley, about Drew Brees coming back? No, I I think um, you know I've said this before about Drew Brees. He is the true definition of what you would want your quarterback to be. Um, if you could design a perfect quarterback in terms of character, that's Drew Brees is one of those guys that you would want on your team. And I don't think that he feels that the Saints have lost the two back-to-back seasons that they've lost because of the Saints. I feel like he and a bunch of other players, they've come out and said it on Twitter and things like that. I feel like they believe that they were robbed. And I feel like they have a lot to prove. And I think that this is just going to be another chip on their shoulders coming into the new season. And I think if this new format goes through, this new playoff format goes through, then we can really see the Saints potentially um, fighting and battling out for a Super Bowl. And I, I would love to see Breeze win one more. Um, of course, I want to see. I would love to see him keep coming back until he can. But obviously, you know, Father Time is undefeated. But I want to keep. I want to see him play as possibly as long as he can, and I want to see him win one more. I think he that team, that city, 
um, he as a quarterback, I think he deserves it, and I would love to see it happen. Ricardo, I know we have somebody on hold. That's right. We got Brett. Brett, welcome to the Greek Zone. How you doing, man? Hey, guys. First of all, terrific show. Thank you. Very informative. I want to give you a scenario. The yes, scenario sir. is this. The Dolphins take the number one pick and they move up. They go after the defensive lineman out of Ohio State, who is number one, a playmaker. He can change a game. He's also an academic All-American. They take the second number one pick, and if it's possible, they move up, and if they can get a quarterback, they get a quarterback. If not, play this season coming up as is, and next year they go after the kid out of, um, what's his name? Clemson. Out of, um, Clemson. Clemson. They go after Trevor Josh Lawrence. Herbert. He's an academic All-American. He's big. He's smart. And there's your Dolphin squad for the next five years. What do you think? Yeah, it sounds. I don't think it's a bad pick. I don't think that's bad at all. I think it's a good plan, and if it could work out, I think it's great. Not a bad play at all. Well, the reason I'm saying this is that Tui, Tui, or however you pronounce it, um, Tui, yes. I, I am very hesitant about the injury bug. Sure. I'm also, I am also hesitant about his, his mental capacity as far as switching to the NFL package. And as far as the other three quarterbacks, I don't think we have a chance of getting any of them. But that defensive lineman, he only reminds me of, he reminds me of a Lawrence Taylor. And that guy was a playmaker. No doubt people have said that. Yeah, again, go ahead. You you guys have a great show. I love listening to it. I don't know who this lady is, but she's terrific. And have her on whenever you can. And I enjoy your show, guys. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Sounds like that. Ashley, was that your dad who called in? Because <laughs> I know it wasn't cousin. anybody. You know my dad's voice, Greek. That wasn't him. I know it wasn't anybody from iHeart. <laughs> <laughs> Check that number. I don't Listen, think that was San Antonio, by the way. I will make it sure is... I put you in a nice seat when Dak and I get married. Don't worry, Greek. Don't worry. Don't worry about it. I, I can't make it. I'll send an envelope. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's what I'll do. That's what I do. Greek 101. I send envelopes, and then you remember me. My buddy said that to me about three months ago. Because Greek wasn't at my wedding, but then again, he was at my wedding. You send a big enough gift, they'll remember you. That's all that matters. Might not be in the pictures, but I'm in the account. It is the Greek. It is Ashley. It is Ricardo, 866-801-0940. That's the number to call. Ashley, thanks so much for your time. Always in a Greek zone. Uh, we'll see what happens next week, Tuesdays and Thursdays. Can we pencil you in? Of course. I'll be here. All right, Ashley will be back with us next Tuesday and Thursday. Talk about the NBA. Talk about Dwayne Wade, what happened this weekend. Thank you for your time, Ashley. We got Sean calling in from the Honda. Who are we going to bet on? Come on, you know what this show is about. It's not who wins or who covers. We got to pay the rent, man. Got to pay the man. And you pay the man, we're winners. We'll be back. Peace. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.